Hey, what's up, guys? This is Cordell. You're listening to Steeler Nation. Hello, Steeler Nation, and welcome to your Steeler Nation vidcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises, part of the Big Play Vidcast Network. I'm your host, G Striker, and old heads, guys, we've got to be happy to have the block letters back for this week. I know I am. I love seeing the block letters on the field going to be a big day and a cold day that's why i got my hat on i gotta stay warm for this game against the raiders coming up um am i live i don't even know if my live is working here on instagram i don't think it is oh now i'm live there we go yeah i'm live now on instagram great so that's working uh guys this is your show questions comments everything you know this is all about you so whatever you want to talk about, I am here for you. Jacob, welcome back. What's up, Steeler Nation? We're happy to have you, Jacob. Got any questions or comments? Let us know. Um, couple things, and of course, Michael Hall of Fame starting it off hardcore. We are live. Let's go, Striker. Woo! Let's thank you very much there, Michael Hall. Hope you guys are going to enjoy your holiday season. I'm enjoying Christmas. Let me know what you guys celebrate when somebody says Merry Christmas. Say what you celebrate. Say happy Hanukkah. Say happy Kwanzaa. Happy solstice. Don't make it a negative thing. I don't celebrate Christmas. I don't celebrate what this or that. Make it a conversation. Always talk about what you celebrate. Hey, we celebrate this and make it fun because that's the way it should be in this holiday season. There shouldn't be anything. Hey, Gab. Hello over there on Instagram. Glad we got this working. Hey, <laughs> we rock the rock. What is your favorite Steeler player? Of all time, um, gotta be Rod Woodson. I grew up in the 80s. That guy was phenomenal. I'm gonna do a an article on him versus Deion, uh, Deion uh, Sanders. He slaughters Dion in like every single metric. And uh, I don't know why people thought Dion was better. He wasn't even close. Um, he's my number one. Probably my number two is gonna be Ward. Uh, for the old 70s teams, it would be Lambert. Uh, and then after that too, like I loved, I loved Lloyd and Harrison. I always loved the linebackers. This year, my favorite player on the Steelers right now is Watt and Deontay Johnson. I love receivers, love because I played receiver, and I love, of course, the outside linebackers that get after the quarterbacks. Those are always fun to see. Merry Christmas, Steeler Nation. Merry Christmas to you too, Tony. Ian, I striker Trubisky did a good job while Kenny was out. Agreed. Trubisky did a fantastic job when he got the practice reps in, even though he split them with Rudolph all last week. I, th- I thought he did a great job. He controlled the football. Yeah, a couple got away from him, but we were 75% on converting third downs last game. That's a mark we have not hit in, in about a decade and a half. So big, big deal with that. And that was a great job there. And of course, controlling the ground game was huge in that game. I think our runners slaughtered it. Um, Najee's running strong again. He's face planting everybody with that strongest stiff arm in the league. And we had three rushing touchdowns by three different runners, Trubisky, Warren, and of course, Najee Harris. So that was a great one. Hey, Joe. Glad to see you all there too. Hello guys. Hello. Merry Christmas. Best jersey. Thank you. Yeah, you get a better look at the jersey over on the crotch cam. That's what I always call it on that one. You get the full body effect uh, (laughs) on the Instagram live. Juju Smith was my favorite. Love, loved Juju Smith-Schuster, Riley. That's what I always love is like a good, sturdy um, receiver that does all the dirty work, does it well, never complains, works as hard as he can, did whatever he could to get a first down. Loved Juju Smith-Schuster as well. That's a great pick. Um, especially in that great draft that year with Juju and Connor and TJ. What a hell of a draft. Um, Thin Blue, we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes, we do. And that's what I always try to recommend too. Like we don't do Santa in our house. We do gifts from the uh, wise men and, and uh, gifts from baby Jesus in the morning. Because uh, I just don't like Santa. Not being without a, being an anagram for Satan. Troy, yep, you guys know the jersey. So we, yep. You guys got it. You guys got it. Awesome. Um, Over here, where we got it going block throwback Saturday night. Yes, we are, Michael Hall. And I'll be wearing my Lambert block on the podcast this upcoming week, guys. 
you want to get questions for the podcast, go over to SteelerNation.com. Sign up for the football forum. It's free to join. I've got a thread up there now that's asking for questions. And if you got one, I will ask it on the special 50th anniversary show. We got the cat cam now over on Instagram as Lexi has joined my lap and she's just passing through. <laughs> Striker, hey, Miles, welcome back to the show, my friend. Always good to hear from you. Ciao, ciao, dad. I'm pulling out my block Lambert jersey for this one. We're going to be matching jerseys, ciao. That's going to be awesome. Our Bay Mark, our boy Mark Robinson got some snaps, made an impact when he played, perhaps replaced Bush. To tell you the truth, I love having uh, a developmental inside linebacker that's looking good. Um, I know it didn't work out with some of the past ones we've had here. To be a starter, I know Matikiewicz has, has been one of the best special teams players in the league up there in Buffalo, was a great special teamer for us as well. But now it's good to see Robinson coming in, having a chance to be one of these guys that can step into a starting role. Though, I was looking at uh, Spotrack, Sportrack, however they freaking pronounce it over there, and they were marking uh, Bush's projected contract next year at three mil. I sign him for three mil a season. I lock him up for three years, nine mil, three years, 12 mil, 10 mil. I don't care. That's dirt cheap for a guy. That's a first round talent, had a good year this year and is getting better and better. Hopefully without these, uh, these, uh, injuries going off too. Michael Hall DJ went off on Sunday. Yes, he did 10 catches on 10 receptions guys. That is rare. Steelers has only happened three times where a receiver has caught every single target over 10 targets in a game. AB did it twice with 11 and 12 targets in two games. DJ just had his first game with 10 targets. It means your quarterback has to be both accurate enough to get the ball to you because if it hits the ground in front of you or goes over your head, that's a target. Or it's thrown behind you to a defender, that's a target. This one, they're all close enough to him and he made all the catches. And that is big. That is really difficult to do in the NFL. You don't do it by luck. You do it by skill. Sure, he had his issue there, getting his uh, getting all pumped up after that dancing first down, which honestly, he shouldn't have made. Three guys in front of him with four yards to go. He got the damn first down. How did he get it? By doing what triggers fans about Deontay Johnson every step of the way. He danced. Don't dance, just go off the field. Come on, Deontay, what are you thinking? Well, he danced that time and he wouldn't have gotten the first down if he went up the field. That was a big play. Shouldn't have gotten the 15-yard penalty after it. I was screaming at the, at the screen as soon as the uh, the announcers were saying, oh, it's going to be a first and goal from the 25. I'm like, how many times have you ever watched football in your freaking life? How do you not understand that once you get a first down, down and distance starts over? From where the ball is spotted, it's not a first and goal and then drag it back. You you announce the penalty yardage first, and then it's first and 10 or first and goal if you're within 10 yards. Absolutely screamed at the screen until they got it right when we got to like second down. <laughs> so asinine that, that announcers that watch hundreds of games don't know the damn rules. In my opinion, you shouldn't be announcing if you don't know the damn rules. 10 for 98 yards, best game of the season. Najee had a great game on the a day on the ground as well. Uh, Miles, I really want to see Pickens get fed the ball more. DJ did great, though no drops, 10 for 10. Um, yeah, but Pickens, two catches on five targets. He's catching at a 40% clip. Deontay Johnson, who's the best at getting open in the NFL off his first break, 10 for 10. There's a reason why Trubisky went to Deontay Johnson 10 times because he was open 10 times. George has got to run better routes because right now I cannot expect George to make those plays. Heck of a heck of a catch deep down the field. Love seeing that. What's up, Joseph? What's up? Love the hat. Thank you. It's keeping me warm. I'm down in the basement. Cat usually wants the door open. You're going to hear her meowing in a second. Then she goes outside and she's like, Oh, it's freaking cold out. Meow, let me back in. I'm like, I'm not leaving the door ajar in this weather because it's too dang cold outside. Great job, Sunday. And I was happy to, to be there. Awesome, Thin Blue Line. Glad to see you enjoy that game. 
Uh, I had to miss it just because I traveled the week before going to uh, the Louisiana game. Fortunately, I'm going to miss this one because of Christmas obligations, and I don't live in the Berg, unfortunately. I got to travel four hours into the Berg. Uh, Kick Cricket, uh, the environment was crazy. We took over. That is awesome. Oh, that's right, and the game was on the road last week. I apologize. Yeah, it was like the Atlanta game. It looked like another home game, and there are a ton of displaced Steelers that live in the Triangle area there in North Carolina. So, big deal. I think, hell, that's where Cower retired. Cower's down there. So, a lot of Steelers already down there, though a lot still flew in for that game. It was It's amazing when you can hear the other team get booed when they're coming out, when you can hear the here we go Steelers chants during the game, you know it's a big game. Daniel, hello, Merry Christmas. Regards, Mexico. Oh, Chihuahua, Mexico. Oh, mucho gusto, senor. Ah, feliz Navidad. Y tu familia. So thank you so much for joining us, um, Daniel. We love having Steeler Mundo on the show. Always love having it. Um, Shed, the Juju and Troy for me, awesome. Awesome players. Troy is one of the best. I, I will state this about, about Troy. I think Troy was the best pre-snap defender I have ever seen, ever. He was so good at diagnosing plays pre-snap and then throwing the, the opposing quarterbacks into fits. Because sometimes he'd jump the line of scrimmage and tackle them on sneaks. Sometimes he'd come around the edge on a blitz that wasn't called and knock a ball out. Sometimes he'd fake like he's coming back, coming up to the line. He'd be on the line of scrimmage at the snap, run backwards 20 yards and get to the ball before their receivers. That's the stuff that Troy was the absolute greatest at. And I loved him for it. And it just sucks that we don't have that guy yet. Boz is my favorite too. Oh, that's great. I love kickers. And Boz, we got to start talking about Boz might be the best kicker we've ever had. Might be better than Gary Anderson. And Gary Anderson is one of the all-time greats as well. Bush better than not great. I hear you there, Scotty. Uh, he is improving a lot this season. Uh, Lecrae, please explain to folks what DJ does have the most drops in the league. He's like 13. Yeah, he, he's no, nowhere close this year to having the most drops in the league. And last year, he had less drops than Cooper Cup. He had less drops than Tyreek Hill. You guys talking about like, get rid of him. Oh, he sucks. Come on, guys. Great receivers drop balls. Unless your guys are Larry Fitzgerald or Antonio Brown. Those guys never dropped balls. It was very rare. They'd be like one or two a season. It was so sick how good their hand placement was and how sick they were at drawing balls in. That got anywhere near them. Those guys were phenomenal players and didn't never seemed to work. Dancing work better when you don't do it each and every time. Well, that was a situation where he had to do it to get a chance at a first down. Uh, Michael Hall, a nasty stiff arm from number 22. Sorry, JC. <laughs> you were in the train tracks. I loved that touchdown. I mean, you saw the defender there in front of Najee. And as a Steeler fan, this is what we're starting to get. A one-on-one -on -one with Najee at the goal line, at the first down line. You're like, good luck stopping him. <laughs> Because Najee is going to enforce his will on you. This is what makes Najee Harris a first-round running back. Running backs don't do this. Running backs don't have that blend of strength and elusiveness anywhere but the first round. That's where you're going to find him. Look at ETN now. He's looking great out there on the field now that he is back and, and healthy from his injuries. First-round talents to the end and both an excellent receiver as well. Uh, Miles, what was up with the Marcus Allen? Why would he do that? Well, he was caught up in the passion of the game. I know a lot of people have issues with Allen, with what he did. Here's my take on the entire out Marcus Allen issue. If he did it more than once, it would be an issue to me. He's been on our team for five years. This is the first time he's ever done something like this. To me, he got caught up with the passion of the game. Don't do it again. That's the way Coach Tomlin should be every time this happens. Your first time, learning experience. Don't do it again. Deontay Johnson, you made the play. And you saw Tomlin 
talking significantly to Deontay Johnson after that penalty. Calming him down. He's like, look, this guy can't stop you. The only thing that's going to stop you today is you. Don't make dumb plays that hurts the team. Fortunately, we still got a touchdown on that drive. He was the reason why we got that first down. And we wouldn't have gotten that first down throwing it to anybody but Deontay Johnson in that situation, four yards short, with three defenders between him and the first down line. He got the first down, guys. That's Juju Smith-Schuster air. Juju used to do that too, guys. He'd have guys all over him, draped. Looks like he's going to get tackled two yards short, three yards short. He turns around backwards, sticks us the ball straight up in the air and falls backward for a first down. Loved that. This is the effort plays that I love. Going back to Heinz Ward, same type of high effort receiver. You could not stop that guy. He was a pit bull running the foot, receiving a football. People didn't like getting hit by him. People didn't like tackling him. People didn't like defending him when he was running wild in the defense. These are the guys that I love. I absolutely love the strong, elusive, tough to bring down X wide receivers. Ian, congratulations to TG getting his 70, TJ getting his 75th sack. Third fastest ever to hit 75 sacks. Only behind Reggie White and his brother, J.J. Watt. Phenomenal rare air for an incredible defender. And he'd be way over that if he wasn't hurt at the beginning of the year. I'm just hoping he gets better and is 100% for next year. Miles, our secondary really needs to pick it up. The inconsistency is killing me. This won't cut it against Renfo and Devontae. It's going to be a tougher matchup this week. This is a passing team. This is Carr. Carr's a good passing uh, quarterback. So we'll have to see how it goes. Yeah, that's a good point, black and gold. Announcers kept calling Trubisky Darnold. It's like, how the hell are you even employed? On the touchdown, they called him Darnold. That was just insane. Absolutely nuts. Well, that's also why we had like the Z squad announcing the Steelers uh, against Carolina game. That's, that's not a, (laughs) uh, that's not Tony Romo's squad. uh, And it's not Joe Buck's squad. We we had the D squad. Um, But the first badge, don't forget to thank them. Thank you so much, guys. Any badge purchases here. Awesome. there on Instagram guys. Every cent goes to help out Steeler nation. We love you guys. I really appreciate it. Um, and wear those badges proudly. I don't know how, they, how you get to show them off online, but however it's showed off, wear them proudly. Show them proudly. Display them proudly. You earn them. And thank you for the support. Uh, Steeler Nation is everywhere. Oh, my gosh. this The one thing I don't like about the Instagram is every time I go to scroll, it wants to bring up a chat window. It's like, I'll go click the chat window if I want to say something. I'm trying to get to your your questions and your comments. You got great comments. There we go. There we go. Nice. And I'm all caught up. Hines to the Hall of Fame. I am definitely up for that, Scott. I think he's going to get in eventually. I to me, I mean, I did the metrics on it. He had the best metrics across the board for all of the wide receivers last year to get in, though no wide receivers got in last year. And he has all the intangibles. NFL uh, or Super Bowl MVP. That's a big one. Getting a changing the game, getting a new rule named after him for that crackback block, block breaking the jaw of Rivers on that on, on one of the downfield blocking plays against Cincinnati uh, that year. Guy was a monster, absolute monster. I mean, you, you still talk about guys like uh, Ed Reed. Ed Reed still isn't the same person because of the hit that he took from Heinz Ward. And it's a reason why he called him a dirty player. It still does to this day. I understand that. But hell, Heinz was a competitor, and he was a man among men. Loved that. Miles, we need to sign Miles Jack to a long-term contract. I don't know. It comes down to Robinson and Bush. Spillane had a great game. Under the radar, had a great game. Edmonds, a guy I love to bash. You guys know that. Instagram, you guys might not know this. Everybody on the cast, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, you guys know I bash Edmonds. This past game, phenomenal. Absolutely. He looked like the first talent 
first round talent that we drafted last game, making plays at the backfield at the line of scrimmage coming up hard in the run game had a turnover actually forced a turnover. But unfortunately that penalty with TJ being offside took that turnover away. That was all Edmonds. Edmonds played a phenomenal game and even dropping back in the pass, he got back in the passing lanes. He was contesting. He was doing what I expected him to be doing since his first year. He is uh, being targeted now at about $5.5 million a year on Spotrack for um, his projected value for next year. Still think it's a little high. Steelers may pay it, but he did bet on himself. He'd probably get that amount somewhere this year. He is a starter in the NFL. Can we do better? I think KZ could do better, but he didn't start and he was hurt most of the year. Uh, Michael Hall, NFL young boy, another picture perfect catch above the head. Gorgeous, gorgeous catch by George. And I'm glad we got to take some downfield shots because that's his job. He's got to help us extend that field. And that was a big deal throwing a big deep ball on third and short, extended the field. Our running game slaughtered them. 156 yards on the ground compared to them having 21. The sky was falling the week before, ladies and gentlemen, when the Steelers couldn't stop the Ravens. Steelers went up against another tough running attack in Carolina. Steelers shut it down. Shut it down, lock and key, 36 minutes of possession time, owned the game. Big props to Okunjobi. I know Tomlin mentioned him in the, in the presser as well. Okunjobi did a great job. Yep, Mitch played well too, Jobby. Um, but Okunjobi was a monster, a force three reckon with in, in the running game. He played some zero tech at nose, which I think is what they had to do with him anyway. It's been hurting us, <laughs> not having a good zero tech or nose. Miles, the running back one-two punch combo is really working for us. For Jalen compliment Jalen Warren compliments Najee to the T. This run game is deadly. And I'll tell you one thing: like I was, I was watching the game, I was chatting with the writers over at Steeler Nation on our group chat, and I had to say, look, guys, I, I think we ran more quarterback sneaks this past game than we did in 17 years with Ben. To the life of me, I don't know why we ever, why we always avoided the quarterback sneak other than Ben wasn't comfortable with it, which sucked because he was one of the biggest quarterbacks to ever play the game. But loved seeing it run excellently with Trubisky all game long. We needed it. What's that, Elsie? Yeah, we, we need more Muth this week. Yes, we do. He was playing hurt. He was banged up the previous week. We limited his snaps. I saw Gentry in there as the blocking tight end. A lot of times they just pulled Muth off the field. We limited his snaps, didn't need to get banged up, lived to fight another week because he is the future of the Steelers. And I think that his stats, his uh, snaps were managed well in this game. Chow Chow Dad, props to PH3 for snagging that high snap and getting it down for Boz. Did anyone else notice that? Didn't face Boz at all. He trusts PH3. Yeah, it didn't phase him at all. Yes, you're right. It didn't phase him at all. That was a perfect, like, and that's that's one of the reasons why punter is such a, a an important position is they're also the long, the, the placeholder. PH3 might have some crappy punts, but that punt's going over the head of 90% of the placeholders in this league. He is so big, it can't go over his head. And even if he has to stand up for one to get it back down, I think he can do it. I really do. He's that athletic. So that was a great play and great notice in that there too, Chow Chow. Uh, Michael Hall, Dallas choked, needed help against Jacksonville. Same with the Raiders, needed help from New England. Both suck. No, actually, we needed New England to lose. We could, we could have been essentially knocked from the playoffs if New England won that game. That game might be the, I call it the final foible as opposed to the immaculate reception. If that's the reason why we get into the playoffs, that's what I'm going to point to. That was an insane ending in that Raiders-New England game. We needed New England to lose more than the Raiders. Why? Because we play the damn Raiders. We can take care of them ourselves this week. 
That's the way it's done. Jay, welcome back to the show, my friend. Uh, Javi, is Calvin Austin playing at all this season? No, he is not. Uh, he was placed on injured reserve. He came off a res injured reserve in the 21-day window to get him back, but he re-injured himself or got a different injury, had to go in for surgery. He is lost for the season. I did a whole podcast about it. You go to SteelerNation.com, click on uh, the podcast. You can drag down to watch it. It's is Calvin Austin even going to be an NFL player? Because he's like that size speed ratio that does not work well in the NFL. Talking about the Chris Rainey's talking about the Drew archers. He fits that mark. So he didn't get on field the entire rookie year because of injuries due to his stature and size. He was more durable in the, in college players are bigger. Now I'm hoping that he get comes back better than ever next year. Oh, you're welcome. Jobby. Um, because we do need that slot threat next year. We we got our outsides. DJ's locked down for two more years. George is still on his rookie contract, locked down for two more years. And then we can restrict him, restricted free agent clause, or sign him to a new contract. That's how it goes. And that's what we got to think about, too, with Alex Highsmith coming up. Alex Highsmith killing it this season. Double-digit sacks. Doing it without TJ Watt. The guy is a player. I look to re-sign Highsmith next year, and I think he should be a huge re-sign. If we can't re-sign him, throw this the uh, RFA first-round tender on him. He'd be cheap as nuts for a season. Somebody else might try to sign him for that first-round talent. But, hey, turning a third-round draft pick into a first-round draft pick, that's a good good result. We'd have to probably try to grab a outside linebacker, though, to replace that great complement piece that we have developed from Charlotte. Ciao, ciao, dad. Larry O had a great game. Our D-line is different when he's in there. True. And when he's healthy. Let's go over the injuries quick, too. I wanted to touch base on this from last game. Uh, Injury-wise, we got Kenny Pickett coming back from his second concussion. Uh, Tomlin said he should be practicing this week. If he practices this week and clears protocol, he is the starter. So we'll just watch to see if he's a full practice. Two full practices in a row. He clears concussion protocol. Um. Watt is now on his third injury. It's now listed as an ankle. He had his best game of the season since game one last week. He looked like TJ Watt again. He had not with that rib issue after the pec issue. Now it's an ankle. Hoping it doesn't slow him down. We'll have to see. Um, Edmonds has a hammy, which is unfortunate because he's coming off one of the best games I've ever seen him play. Uh, Miles Jack is working his way back from that groin injury. Uh, Tomlin said he's expected to practice this week. DJ now has a turf toe. Turf toes suck. They're crappy injuries. He's going to have it the rest of the season. He had that hip issue all year so far. And so far, not all year, but at least the last four, four weeks. Last four weeks, it's been DJ don't practice, limited second practice, then limited or full third practice, but ends up playing the, the games. And that's what he's been doing all year. The guy's a competitor, and I, I give major props to players like Deontay Johnson, Okunjobi, and Cole, our center, who go through that injury every week where they're not practicing first practice, limited or not practicing second practice, limited or full practice third practice, and then all of them playing on game day. That is tough to do. Tough to do. Catch, we need to sit what if we lose on Christmas Eve. Tell me why I wouldn't sit Watt for any reason. And Watt would not want to sit for any reason unless he is injured. If he's injured, yes, sit him. I'm with you on that. But I want to know your reasoning, why you think Watt should sit. Because to me, that's an interesting perspective that I've not thought about. I'd like to hear your points on that. Um, Back to Steeler Nation. Michael Hall, biggest choke indie versus Minnesota. That sucked because I picked Indy to win that game. And after the first half, I'm like, well, I won this one. Easy money. <laughs> That's like a bad beat in Vegas. I'm holding a straight flush. I got beat by a royal flush. Bad beat. <laughs> Four of a kind. Playing with jokers, I got beat on a five of a kind. Bad beat. That's. But still, I think that's the record for the biggest comeback in NFL history. So that So kudos to Minnesota for pulling that off. And that's one of my biggest complaints with, with Cousins. 
is Cousins has all the stats in the world. Phenomenal. Fantasy quarterback, but can't win games. This year, he's showing he can win the games. He's getting them back in position and winning games. And he deserves all of the props for that. Catch, no chance of making playoffs. And if we get him to full rehabilitation. Well, I understand that. Yeah, but to me, that's what the offseason is for. If he gets banged up a little bit more, if he needs to go undergo some minor surgery to clear out some bodies, uh, loose bodies that I mean, like if he has some scarring damage with anything that's gone on for the season, that's done in the offseason. You got plenty of a time for him to rehabilitate from that. You don't play, you don't not play somebody, especially your best player, just because you're afraid of him getting injured. Especially when we're still technically in the playoff hunt. Still technically, technically. A lot of crap has to happen. I'm not even going to get into it until past this week because I think we can be eliminated from playoffs this week. So we'll get more into it next week when we have two games to play. If we win this week, the things fall the way they should. Then we can start talking about playoff scenarios moving down the next one. Uh, Jay Steele, question is, you ever have a winner for the tickets for the game? No, but I will start doing that. Um, I think that would be a fun way. Sometimes when I can't make a game, I'll just give them away, but I've got a friend that I'm giving them to this week. So sorry, I'm not going to be able to do it this week, but yes, that is on the table and I've got good seats. I'm a last row of section 228 right behind me is the Steelers VIP boxes this week. Franco Harris's family is going to be up there and Franco should be there for most of the game too. It's not imp import. It's not, oh yeah, it's still interesting to talk about. I, I like, oh, it's not impossible for us. To make it. You're right. So you're saying we got a chance, Javi. <laughs> I love that. Miles, offense for me is Ward. Dude, that was a goat. Defensive, probably TP. TP, TP, TP. Trying to remember my initials there for TP. So for your favorite players, Miles. Oh, Troy Paul Miles. Duh. Yes, yes. You can't. That's the, the great thing about Steelers. And Steeler Nation and the different ages and the different eras of, of people that played, you can't go wrong. You cannot go wrong with great players across any era because there's so many of them. Uh, I'm not adding anybody live, guys. I've got too many feeds going on. If I do a specific uh, Instagram QA, I will add people live for video. I just can't do it. There's just too much going on. Too many, too many questions coming in from all my different platforms. Um, yeah, Michael, I like this take. Great Messi is world champion, at least, at last, worth waking up at 7 a.m. to watch the game of the year, in my opinion, while you being on the West Coast. I got to watch it at 10, but still, I love that it went to overtime. I love that it went to shootout because we got to watch all the way up to the end. And as soon as it was over, it was like five minutes before the Steeler game started. That was awesome. <laughs> I couldn't think of a better pregame than watching Argentina win the World Cup against the France and playing the France ball, hold, trying to hold on to the ball, rolling around on the ground. I can't stand the way the French or the Italians play soccer. Drives me nuts. They try to eat time as much as they can, whereas you watch the South Americans play, a t play just have incredible skill. They're incredibly, the Germans are incredibly technically gifted and play excellent team ball. So does the U.S. team. South America, they're all like the best individual athletes on the planet and finally came together because Argentina played just as good on defense aside from the 80th to 83rd minute. Played the best defense that any South American team I've ever seen in the past eight World Cups. <laughs> I mean, they really slaughtered it because Brazil was usually winning their World Cups off of offense. Luke! Hear me out. Give Mason a chance at quarterback and see what he can do. Hey, might happen this week. And one foggy Christmas Eve, Tomlin came to say, Rudolph, with your arm so strong, please convert that third and long. <laughs> then all Steeler Nation loved him. And they shouted out with glee, Rudolph the Pittsburgh Steeler. You'll go down in history. Yoy, here we go. <laughs> that's off the top of my head. <laughs> but that comes from being a songwriter for so long. <laughs> Jay, DJ, good wide receiver. Not great. 
Got a role with H. Ward and Santonio Holmes, both of them playing too. And, and it was incredible too because Santonio Holmes, much like um, Sanders when Sanders played for us, was like another X receiver playing the Z position. So those guys could catch a ton of balls, they could get open, and then they can make players miss with their feet. They didn't just have to be one-trick ponies or long ball receivers. Loved those guys. And that's the reason why Sanders had such a great career after the Steelers as well. Miles, what's up with that ref trying to tackle Pickens? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Referees, man. I, I can't get my head around those guys. Jay, I'll give AB a courtesy nod, though pre-Burfitt hit. He was great throughout his entire career. Even throwing Gatorade bottles and and kicking. <laughs> Doing this is Sparta kick to the chest on the kicker on the kickoff return. I mean, great moment. Great, great moments. Jumping on the goal, the goal, the the uh, the goal post, bottom of the goal post, and sliding down after a kick return touchdown. I mean, he was just so fun, so fun to watch. I'm I'm gonna miss Antonio Brown on the field, off the field. You can have him. Guy is going to be a tragic end to his story. I've been saying it ever since we got rid of him, guys. There's going to be a tragic end to the Antonio Brown story, and it's coming. He is a loaded gun out there with CTE. And it's going to take him and hopefully hopefully not take anybody else with him. But it's he's going to have a tragic end within the next 10 years, in my opinion. Carlos Concaves! Hola, senor! Mucho gusto! Props to the O-line finally starting to gel. Do you think it could have an effect on the draft? priorities or are we going to looking for a top offensive line player with an early pick well what's up there weapon um merry christmas to you too sir um i would have to say with the line playing better it drops the need to having have to grab linemen as early as we normally would but if you have a stud left tackle fall into your lap we gotta grab one guys we've got our franchise quarterback on our roster, we need to protect his blind side. That, to me, is the most important thing. I love that. Guys, you got to see Dotson run full bore last week. They ran everything up the Dotson-Moore side last week. We were much more effective on the left side of the line than we were on the right side of the line in that matchup. Cole finally coming back, but not having a week where he's off injured the entire week. So this is starting to look nice and project to be better. Cole and Daniel still locked in for another year. Uh, we still have the rest of the line or the other two guys uh, on the left side, Dotson and Moore on their rookie contracts. They're still locked in. Um, I do like Moore and I, I like that he's improving every year too, uh, UH. I do like that a lot. So that is a good point as well. Uh, if he can continue to project, project and get better. But the thing is, the NFL is built on those huge dancing bears that play on the left side that those elite pass rushers have no chance of getting around. And we do not have that on our roster, and we have not had that on our roster since we developed Alejandro Villanueva from being a defensive lineman into being a left tackle. That is the last dancing bear I have ever seen the Steelers have on their roster. And he was phenomenal. Line is playing better due to the co uh, competition. We're seeing the past few weeks they're still a sub-500 unit. Well, in definition, they definitely are a sub-500 unit. I cannot disagree with you there. But they are improving. Whether we're playing sub-500 talent or not, there are teams that are still good and at stopping the run that are sub-500 talents. This was a great game for us to take control of. And we need to do that against the Ravens. We did it against the Colts, and the Colts are an excellent team at stopping the run with a great defense. So you can't just point to sub 500, bad team, can't do anything. Miles, next year we will sign JJ. There's no way he's re-signing with the Cardinals. I think he's going to go out playing with his brothers unless his heart problem is really serious. He truly is a GOAT. I would love, love to have our line next year, JJ Watt, Okunjobi, Highsmith, or Hayward, front three. That's my front three. Try to bring back Okunjobi if we can. Try to sign JJ. JJ would sign on the cheap. He's at the end of his end of his playing career. 
to play with his brother, I think he'd sign on the cheap. So that's something I'm looking forward to seeing because though Derek is also a free agent. Sweet, you can be under 500 and host a playoff game. Well, you can in the NFC South because we just swept that division. We'd be we'd be leading that division with like a 10 and 2 record right now if we were in that damn division because they suck. They absolutely suck in that division. And that happens sometimes. Sometimes you have Sub-500 teams win their division, and it's going to happen in the NFC South this year. UH, if we can develop a 6'10 sergeant, we can develop Dan Moore. I'm hoping so. I like that. I like that take. Cannot argue with that. Ian, Stryker, do you think we will end up the season at 8-8? Eight and eight? I think our past two games are against Cleveland and the Ravens or Cincinnati. Well, since we play 17 games, it would be 8-8-1. Eight, eight, Nine and seven or seven and nine. That's what we're looking at this year. Do I think we can go eight, eight and one? Yeah, I think that's not out of the realm of possibility of us tying someone. <laughs> that could definitely happen, but we'll have to see. Uh, guys, it is that time on the show where I have to bring the attention to our balls. Manscaped.com. Manscaped cares about your balls. As much as Trubisky, when he starts, no turnovers. And Najee, of course, never puts that ball on the ground either. But Manscaped, you go out there to manscaped.com, grab their platinum package. They got the lawnmower trimmer, the weed whacker ear, nose trimmer, ball deodorant, body wash with two-in-one shampoo and conditioner, boxer breech with a pouch for the boys, and a travel bag to keep it all in one spot. Manscaped, get it all! And they'll help turn your player into an MVP. And when I say P, yeah, you know me, Manscaped. Use promo code STEELERNATION, all one word, all caps, STEELERNATION, to get 20% off your, off your order and free shipping. Perfect for the holidays. Go out there and get those, those, <laughs> those private presents that keep on giving this holiday season over at Manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped for keeping my spirits up in our advertising scenarios as well. Love it. Uh, 721, I think I was at. Heinz Ward, the best on and off the field. Who knew he could dance? Yeah, that was fun to watch, too, watching him on that show. I sold all 300 tickets to pigeons, so I expect to see the first 10 rolls so full of pigeons. I hope the pigeons will be skating on ice skates this week. Nothing would make me happier than the pigeons just sitting all across the crossbar and a, a kick comes and they fly up and they knock it down from the Raiders. That would be the ultimate for me. Go do it, pigeons. Pittsburgh pigeons. Mike, all oh, glad that long 20 play 91-yard possession ended in a touchdown. That was an insane possession. Absolutely. That, that, that's one of the top possessions I've ever seen the Steelers have. You, it, It's right up there with the... With the uh, first getting that holding penalty in the Super Bowl against against the uh, Cardinals, recovering from that, going all the way down the field and winning it at the end of that game. That was huge. This is just an amazing, technically played, force the ball at the right spots, strong running game, excellent blocking, grind it down the field. We ripped that entire third quarter in one drive. That was the whole third quarter. That was insane. Absolutely insane and well-deserved for that offense. Miles, hey, Striker, I've been having an issue watching Steelers games since I don't have cable, and where I live automatically plays the Jets games. Is there an app I can use to watch the Steelers? Um, there's a couple I know. <clears throat> pardon me. I know I use. <laughs> I use um, YouTube TV. I got to uh, to uh, duplicate my my parents who also live in the Pittsburgh area. So I get theirs. So they have the Pittsburgh home games. That's an easy way to do it. Um, there is a, a site called USTV Now that is on the uh, USTVnow.com. It is a free site. I think you can sign up and they have, um, though they are in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, they're based out of Harrisburg. So they get Ravens games. But when the Ravens aren't playing in the same time slot, the Steelers are playing. That's another free way to do it. Otherwise, you got to start uh, scoping Reddit, and I can't talk about the other stuff on the air because technically it ain't legal. <laughs> and, yeah, Najee and Warren remind me of Bettis and Parker. Yeah, yeah, it's nice to have a one-two punch again 
because we haven't had one in a bit. Buccaneers suck. Yes, they do. And we were the one, we were one of the first that had to show it too, because everybody's like, oh no, we're playing Tom Brady. We're playing Tom Brady. Oh no, we're gonna lose. We showed him what he was. We own Tom Brady in that game. Michael Hall, Chi-Town lost again. Does that help with our draft? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Every time Chi-Town loses, helps with our draft. Right now, I think they're sitting solidly at 32. Oh, sorry, the, the 32 pick in the draft, which normally would be a first-round draft pick this year. Oh, sorry, 33rd pick in the draft. Normally, it would be the first pick of the second round. Now, it's a, it is the second pick of the second round, but everybody got moved up a slot because Miami lost a pick. So there are only 31 picks in the first round this year because Miami screwed up trying to go after um, Sean, um, uh, the old uh, Sean Payton. Yeah, and that screwed him out of a pick. Hello, bro. Hello, Gabs. How you doing? Let us know if you got any questions, comments. We're here for you. It's your show. You guys know that. Ah, okay, good. Good to go. I thought it was Derek Watt with the ankle. Is is it? I think you might be right. That would be awesome if it's Derek Watt. Not awesome because I don't want any of the Watts getting hurt. I might have written down the wrong Watt. Let me check. It's on my phone, so now I have to physically look it up. But I appreciate that. If that's a correction, we need to make sure it is corrected. Derek Watt with the ankle. Thank you for the correction. I am not 100%. I will never pretend to know everything because I do not. I'm just really good at looking up things quickly. <laughs> and I have a, I think outside of the box too. I've got a strange way that I like to uh, to think about games, life. Just kind of roll it all together. Have fun with it. But yes, thank you so much for that catch. I appreciate that. Ciao, ciao, dad. You win the show today. Thank you. What's up, y'all? Bro, Barry, and welcome to the show, bro. <clears throat> They work their butt off each week in practice, not just sit, but to play. Exactly. Yep, exactly. Ian, Pickens was the steal of the draft for sure. Definitely as far as for talent, for pick taken, 100% with you. He's got top 10 talent. I want to see him start putting it together. I still got some issues with his mental toughness and his maturity. I know a lot of people are looking past that. I'm making notes. I want to see him be better. Juju was mature out of the box. We we're, Right now, we got a lot of people making excuses for pickets. A, uh, Miles, AB has been a standoff with the police for like two weeks now. I think it's a hostage situation. It's not like a standoff standoff because it's a misdemeanor. They're not going to stay out there with guns drawn outside of his house. He's supposed to show up. If he doesn't show up, He's going to be held in contempt on top of not reporting to the station because he needs to go for questioning. Michael Hall, has NFL become soft with these roughing the passer calls? Might as well play flag football if this is the case. And yeah, I get the concussion and all, but I don't know. What are your thoughts, boss? I wish that the NFL would, would call our games the way they call Tom Brady roughing the passers. Tom Brady roughing the passer is this. Hit him in the helmet! Flag! Ah! And then and then Tom Brady's always like, ah! ah! He touched my head! He touched my head! What are we getting? Steeler games? Big Ben, biggest guy in the league, getting wrecked in the backfield. Bouncing Kenny Pickett's dome off the field with a face mask, doing it. No call. It's not roughing. It's Pittsburgh. We'd like to see the game called equally across the league. If we're getting those calls too, Michael Hall, I don't have a problem with it. But as a Steeler fan, I don't see it because we don't get those calls. We need to start getting them. Michael Hall, <clears throat> departing the show, boss. Enjoy your Christmas with you and your family. Enjoy this week. Steelers over Vegas 27-24 or 30-21. to I'm feeling lucky. Go Steelers. See you, boss. Till next week, salute. Enjoy the game, Michael Hall. Always great to have you. Robert, welcome back to the show, my friend. Great to hear from you. Yep. Whoa, colored lettering. Where Colored lettering where? <laughs> I'm not sure what I did. <laughs> yeah, I forgot they added the game this season. My bad. Yeah, no, no worries. I mean, Ian, we're old. <laughs> Though you remember 14 game seasons. I know you. 
back in the 70s with those 14-game seasons. But now uh, we've had 16 games for so long, it's confusing. And I'm telling you guys, this 17-game season was Roger Goodell's just-the-tip moment to get an 18-game season, which is what the owners want. Owners won an 18-game season. Raj wants an 18-game season. Let me just put in the tip, 17 games. It's going to be 18 really quick. Really freaking quick. <laughs> I love those analogies. Phil, excited for the block numbers. Me too. I, that's why I'm wearing it today. Block, pull them all. Even though it's a throwback, I'll be wearing my block Lambert on the Friday show. So it'll be fun. Hello, bro. Here we go. Thank you there, Sal. Appreciate it. Welcome to the show, my friend. Toxic. Do you think the Steelers have a chance to make the wild card still? Yes. A tiny chance. A lot of things have to fall the right way. But the big thing is we have to win out. So we've got to take care of us first. Let the chips fall where they may. But got to do what we can. A great example, number 84. Yeah, I hear you. We still have a chance to make the wild card. Yes, we do. Uh, what up, Striker? What up, Claude? Welcome back to the show. Claude, hello, everyone. Mags! Good to hear from you, man. Does Trubisky sign with us next year? And what about Mason? Thanks, Striker. Well, Mason's contract is up. He's a free agent after the season. He's going to sign with whoever he wants. I don't think the Steelers will resign him. I think he will be testing free agency. Trubisky is under contract next year. We signed him to a two-year contract. I think it's 14 mil if he's the starter. I think it's 8 mil if he's a backup. Right now, that uh, I think he has to play 60% of the snaps to be called to get that, that 14 mil. So I know a lot of us looking at that salary cap. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 6 mil is going to be coming off of that salary cap because we placed his high value on the salary cap. His 14 mil is on the salary cap, I believe, for the season. Let me check that out right now just so I can look because I do have that open. <clears throat> uh, right now we got Trubisky. What's he listed as? These numbers aren't right. What the hell? He's listed at 3.6 mil this season. I don't know how that works as a cap hit. But that might be right for his low value being stretched out over two years. We'll have to see. I'll, I'll, I have to dig into those numbers a little bit more. But still, very affordable as a backup is what I'm saying. And keep him on the roster. Because he's a team player. He has not complained once about bouncing up and down the depth chart. Starting, not starting. Throwing a rookie in there instead of you. He has been handling this like a freaking vet. And that is something to really be complimented. And he's helping Kenny Pickett get ready for his games as well. Uh, DJ, I sure miss having Steeler linebackers. Still got them. TJ and Highsmith, those are Steeler linebackers, man. I'd like to see some more on the inside because usually we had those supplemental players too. Bush has his moments. Splane has his moments. Jack has his moments. They just not putting it together as a full season like a Potsy or a Kirkland or a Timmons. Those guys knew how to play for a full season. Derek, welcome back, man. What's up, Striker? I hear that Kenny is starting this Saturday. Do you think we should rest him for next year? And is the reason why is that we still have a chance at the playoffs? No. I'm not resting Kenny Pickett at all. The only thing I'm concerned about is his concussions. He had two already this season. That's the only thing that concerns. If he gets a third, I don't play him at all the rest of the year. But I'm still worried about his development. I want him to still get better. And this is his season that the Steelers are just like, we don't care what our record is at the end of the year. We're still trying to win games. We don't care how we end up. This is why, this, this is our rebuild year, guys. We drafted a first-round quarterback. He has started a majority of the games now this season. We're seeing if we can develop him. Because if we can, sky is the limit next year. That's what I want to see, Derek. Robert! Gay and Deshae Townsend, former Steelers coaches, along with Lions having Antoine Randall, L, Deuce, etc., and Leftwich. So wouldn't these guys who are proven be better examples of former Steelers? I'd have no problem employing any of them. Really wouldn't. I don't remember any of them um, ever being up or, or trying to get in to be a Steeler coach. Um, haven't heard word on that, but wouldn't have a problem with any of them. It's not just unproven guys like Hines, Ward, Rod is God. Rod is God. 
Woodson, uh, whom I refer, but more proven guys like Green, who asked Mike Tomlin, like, Hines did not make it in and said no. Yeah, well, Hines was that issue with Antonio Brown. Um, Antonio Brown is the reason why Hines didn't come in, and it was more for Hines in that respect as well. Hines did not want to coach Antonio Brown because Antonio Brown never wanted to be coached. 2G, send a request to be live. I'm not doing live videos, guys. Uh, I've got too many uh, things going on right now, and uh, it's just the way it's running tonight. I've got too many questions to get to. Bush sucks. DJ, we all have opinions. He's doing well this year. I wouldn't say sucked at this point yet this year, and we definitely got him back cheaper than we would have paid on his fifth-year option. Robert, former Steelers players who are now proven great coaches would be better coaches than we have, except for Jerry O and Flores. Well, Jerry O being a former Steeler as well. Uh, former Steeler player. He played in the inside linebacker there when I watched him in the 80s. Uh, quite a few others, former Steelers, who are doing really, really well too, who haven't even yet mentioned yet. And, and I'm fine with the Steelers bringing back any former player that wants to come back and play. I really am. Unfortunately, Porter couldn't get Jones to be an NFL caliber outside linebacker. That was a big deal. I know we also ended up having uh, TJ there at the end of his his uh, reign as well. But TJ's a man. Uh, Miles. Yeah, ref, probably okay. When Kenny gets body slammed to the ground, still can't count. Believe there wasn't a flag. Me neither. Should have been a flag on that one. I'm still sticking with Joey Porter Jr. in the first round if Ringo isn't available. Cool. Like I said, I'm not as up on the stats other than I know who Joey Porter Jr. is. I'm a Penn State fan. I like his play. <clears throat> P.S. Our names are colored in chat. Remember when Steelers Standard existed? Oh, that's cool. I, that's, I, I'm, I'm glad that they're colored in the chat. I, I see the regular black and white where I am. So I'm glad you guys are getting colors. Uh, remember when the Steelers Standard existed? Proven to groom guys into great players and keep them long-term. Uh, Javon Hargrave, Grave Digger, and now Chief Star Kevin Kelvin Beecham. Yeah. And that's great. I mean, I remember the reason why we got rid of both guys. Uh, Kelvin Beecham was a split starter. Um, and we had, I can't remember if he was before. Yeah, he was before Villanueva. So Villanueva replaced him. I, I think. I think that was him. Or was that the other guy I'm thinking about? Maybe I'm thinking about the other one. Um, so I might be off on that one. But Hargrave, we had to come down to, in our system, paying a guy. $15 million a year to play 30% of the snaps. Economically, it didn't work. Over at the Eagles, 4-3. He's playing 90 to 100% of the snaps as a 4-3 interior lineman as opposed to being a 3-4 nose. Guy was phenomenal, though. In hindsight, I wish we kept him, too. Really do. Bro, Barian, I just want to say you have a great show. Go Steelers. Thank you, bro. And thank you guys, too. You helped make my show great. Great questions. Great conversation. I love this stuff. Uh, Sam, how about getting Alan Fanica as an offensive line coach? I would be all for that. How would you like that one too, uh, Robert? That was a great call over here on, on uh, IG. If he wants to coach, I would be absolutely all for that. Absolutely. Looks like Moonchak isn't even coaching at all this year. Uh, when he got uh, jettisoned from, the, uh, from Detroit, I don't think he's, uh, you guys can correct me, but I don't think he's coaching at all this season. So that's, says something, that's interesting to me. Uh, Miles, anyone who sticks with a uh, prospective draftee at this time in the season is a complete fool, no matter how young they are. I don't understand that statement. Anyone who sticks with a prospective draftee at this time, oh, like projecting who we are trying to bring up. I'm all fine for opinions. We don't have to bring down or, or question anybody's intelligence, youth, or or um, wisdom at all. We all have opinions, guys, and. If we're going to start, you know, projecting on who's going to get drafted, who's going to be a better player, we're all just, you know, meteorologists predicting the weather. <laughs> some of us might be right some of the times. Some of us might be right other times. And I've been right and wrong in my forecasting for project and for players that we've drafted. <laughs> I think the only one I ever got right in the first round was TJ Watt. He was the only guy I really wanted uh, in that first round. I was excited to get him. Uh, Ian, I hope... In the draft, they get a true nose tackle, miss a Casey Hampton in the middle of the D-line. And I love having three picks in the first two rounds because that means we can use that third rounder to grab a great defensive lineman and a great nose tackle, projected nose tackle, zero tech. We're the only team that does not have a big, beefy zero tech in our division. And that's got to change. It's got to change. Though, 
Okunjobi did some excellent zero attacking for us last game. Bro, to be a little bit more fair, same of the linebackers really joined us during the season, so they really did not have real practice time in the offseason with this defense. I know it was tough for Reed to try to jump on a moving train. Reed did not look as good, obviously, as TJ. Robert Rodis Godwoodson also asked Coach T to be an assistant assistant uh, right now. Mike said no again. Don't know what happened with that one. I did not hear that one, and I cover a lot of stuff, but I would love to read up on that. <clears throat> Rob, weren't you talking about Logan Hall this time of year? Sounds kind of like a hypocrite. Yeah, I'm not attacking people, guys. <laughs> Emil! What's up, my friend? Steeler Nation for life. Great to hear from you, Emil. Derek, okay, striker, son of DJ, has a question for you. Are you happy with our dual running backs this year? And Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from our family to yours. Thank you so much, Derek. I know I, I just saw uh, Eric Jakes and the Jakes family over at a Christmas party. We are talking about you guys, too. So love to hear you guys coming on the show and asking questions each week. Um, so as far as for... the, uh, the So rereading this, are right, happy with the dual running backs this year? Yes. I So far, I, I think we've even touched back, like somebody else earlier said, probably our best dual one-two punch since um, Willie Parker and Bettis. I mean, I'll still say up there too when we had um, uh, Bettis and Williams. I thought Williams was an, an excellent one-two punch with that one. Unfortunately, Deuce Staley couldn't stay healthy. He was a good second shot too, but that's just the way it is. <laughs> but having Warren come out of nowhere, undrafted rookie free agent. We've had a lot of undrafted rookie free agents, running backs, hit this roster, hit practice squad, never amounted bupkis. He did. And he is phenomenal. And we are lucky to have him locked in for three more years because those undrafted players get those restricted free agent tape and those exclusive rights free agent tenders. He's going to be dirt cheap for the next three years on our roster. Hopefully he gets a stick on and get a real contract then after that depending on how well he's doing. Um, Ian, good night, Striker. Go Steelers. Thank you, Ian. Guys, it's the end of the show. I'm going to go through my rundowns. Obviously, if you've got any questions, comments, please get back to me and let me know because I'll end the show with you guys. You guys know that. Bro, that's correct. It's reason to put anybody down. That's, that's not needed. We know that. And I, I know Robert just – that's the way older people argue. I understand it. Older people would always argue like, I'm going to belittle you why I argue. And that was the way I was when I first joined the internet and was getting on Steeler chat rooms, losing my mind uh, up through 08. And then after 08, 09, I started maturing a bit. Really doesn't care. We all have different opinions. I'm not going to get upset or yell at somebody because they have a different opinion than me, even in politics. Because that's just not the way I am. You can have your opinion. Just get it down. Miles, got to go, Strike. Gotta go get food, Striker. Great show. Fun talking to you as always. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Stay safe. Thank you. You too, Miles. Guys, stay safe too in your driving and your travel, Steeler Nation, especially over the holidays. Uh, point is the Steelers standard is to groom part-time guys like Beecham into later being a starter if the Steelers standard still existed, which it no longer does. Well, we do have some grooming process happening happening in the league. I mean, we are on our team, Leal and, and a louder milk coming up. Looks like Robinson's getting groomed for some interior um, interior linebacker work. Um, you know, it, it's tough to throw people straight into starters, but we kind of did that both with our outside linebackers. Um, Fitz didn't have to be groomed, unfortunately. Sutton did. Sutton was a big grooming project, and Sutton became an excellent player for us. Um, but offensive line, I mean, our offensive line got a little weak. We had to go to free agency last year to replace a lot of these things. Dotson started. He was groomed for a year before he became a starter. Um, Moore had to start out of the box. Green had to start out of the box. Who knows if Green will ever get back to being a great player, but if he does, that would be a developmental player that comes back to the field. Gentry being an excellent example of a groomed Steeler player that was down low on the, uh, on, on the tight end depth chart for years before becoming a solid number two. Absolutely solid number two. So... There is grooming still happening, and now we're trying to groom a quarterback. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Thanks for the chat, Striker. You're the best, sir. Thank you, sir. Oh, that's great. Uh, Kill Tony and show with insults and love, which is only mature people understand. Ball busting with love. You can ball bust. Yeah, just, just try to keep it on the up and up.
good, you know, better language. We love that, but we love you too, Robert. And we always love your, I always love your, uh, your points as well. Uh, Toxic Viper, who do you think is going to be the Super Bowl matchup this year? Uh, Eagles, Buffalo. That's me off the top of my head. I think they're the most complete teams in the league. So those are the two that I'd like to see in the, in the Super Bowl. The, the Eagles are also my second favorite team and favorite NFC team. Um, obviously Steelers being the, being the number one. Um, and that's all the time we have now on Steeler Nation, guys. Go to SteelerNation.com to check out all of our great Pittsburgh Steeler Focus articles. The podcast is over there as well. Go back and listen to whatever you like. A lot of the vidcasts are up there as well. Um, so if you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash Nation, you guys will know when I record the podcast. Our subscribers get the sneak preview for the podcast every week as I'm recording it before it's released. Before it's released as a podcast, before it's released on SteelerNation.com. That's a fun way to do and jump in there. And every once in a while, I'll take questions, but usually the questions come from SteelerNation.com. The thread is up now. Go over there. It's free to join and ask some questions for Friday. Tweet us at SteelerNation, Instagram and Facebook at SteelerNation.com. Follow the podcast on Twitter at underscore SN Podcast. And follow me, your host, SteelerNation Striker, on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter's. Strikers always spelled with a Y. Man's gun 20. Thanks for the chat, Striker. You're the best, sir. Thank you, sir. Um, Robert, Merry Christmas to you too, sir. Merry Christmas to you all. Happy holidays. Enjoy all of your holidays and the new year. I'll be back on Friday on Christmas Eve Eve to go over my big, I'm going to talk about the Immaculate Reception. I got to. It's the 50th year anniversary of the biggest play ever. We're going to talk about it in depth. I'll talk about some stuff and some matchups for the upcoming game. And I'll talk to you and see you all on Friday sometime around uh, noonish to two o'clock. I imagine they will release it. So that is all the time we have. And thank you for joining us on the Steeler Nation vidcast sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises, part of the Big Play Network. I'm your host, G Striker, with Robert, with Mangun, with Miles, Derek. Litos, everybody, rooting along with you as always.